this may this may come as a shock. It has nothing to do with the players on the court. I think they're a contender to make the Sweet 16 because I think they have the best coach currently coaching in college basketball on the sidelines. Welcome to the Speakeasy Sports Show. Time to pull up a seat, pour a glass, and talk some ball. Here's your hosts, Daniel and John. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Speakeasy Sports Show, college sports and high spirits. I am Daniel. He is John. John, it is good to be back with you. Had a little break there, a little hiatus from the show, but it's good to be back. How you doing? I'm doing well. Listen, some of us um, who remain unnamed, but their initials are Daniel Monroe, um, has been gallivanting at Disney World and all kinds of places. Just go where leaving. we please. Yeah, make that speakeasy exa- money. We just exa- we just start taking it wherever exactly, we want. Exactly, you know? leaving us leaving us uh, lowly guys to to just pine for getting back on the mics. But listen, I'm excited to be back. Um, we upset Michigan fans on our last episode. We did do that, um, didn't we? Yeah, you know, got them a little little spun up. And listen, we we were very complimentary of Michigan. I think folks who watched the show would have seen that. But uh, folks, yeah. you know, didn't. Didn't take Who kindly knows? to us uh, saying is Michigan a one and done um, in the title of the show, um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, you know, go go win two and um, maybe then, we won't. then you'll be a two and done, and that'd be that'd be better. That'd be Perfect. better than one and done. So I'm excited. Yeah, let's just yeah, see who good. we can who we can you know make upset tonight. Listen, I have nothing but confidence in us to upset a whole fan base worth of people. <laughs> We're going to be talking about some people. Today, we're talking about the Sweet 16, John. Mm. It is really, I think, that measuring stick for a successful college basketball season. Now, obviously, there are some programs, all four of the programs we're talking about today, in fact, on the show, their expectations are higher. They want to go beyond that. They want to make Final Fours. They Mm -hmm. want to win national championships. But but a Sweet 16 truly is like no one will say if you make it to the Sweet 16 it was a bad se- it wasn't a successful season it really is kind of a barometer for for just the upper crust of college basketball and so that's what we're doing today we're looking at four schools and we're talking about whether or not they are a contender or a pretender to make the Sweet 16 um, and we're going to start with the Duke Blue Devils um, a, a blue blood in every sense of the word John Shire um, uh, has got this team playing some some pretty good basketball. They pick up a win on Monday on uh, against Virginia Tech, uh, a road win, and they they beat Clemson over the weekend. Clemson had them on the ropes. Um, some will say the officials handed the game to Duke, um, and I I would be the person saying that I'm some. But um, regardless of how they won, it's a big win against Clemson. Mm-hmm. Um, over the weekend, Duke's playing better basketball as of late, and so I will. I will ask you, John: Is Duke a contender or a pretender to make the Sweet Sixteen? Listen, I think Duke. I think Duke is a contender. I think part of it is going to depend on the region that they get um, seeded into, mm-hmm. um, because one of the things that Duke does struggle with, right, is it, like all basketball teams, it's pretty common sense, but. Um, a lot of times they end up with mismatches on the floor, especially, you know, with their, with their guards. And when they end up in that situation, they, they tend to struggle um, a little bit more than Duke teams that we've seen in the past, right? Like there have been, you know, Duke teams in the past where you just had enough 
talent on the team that um, it was going to be hard to really, you know, exploit a mismatch. But um, but some teams have been able to do it with with Duke um, this year. Um, but I do think that, you know, I think Duke, I think Duke is a contender for the Sweet 16. I think the biggest thing for them is can they can they continue to protect the ball? Can they continue to play um, good defense uh, on that side of the floor and and continue to improve? Um, they're shooting, you know, they're, they're not, um, they're not filling it up like some of the other teams that we'll talk about uh, tonight. Yep. You know, I mean, um, they, they do, uh, they're very streaky when it comes to uh, their shooting, but um, I think if they can protect the ball, get good guard play and, and continue to find a way to, uh, to improve, you know, overall, um, I think they're going to be a contender. Yeah. You mentioned it. I think Filipowski is the constant on this team. You kind of know what you're going to get out of him. Yeah. What are you gonna? Can you get double figures out of Roach and Proctor and McCain? Those are the guys that I think really need. Uh, Mitchell's another guy. I consider him to be to be a pretty steady force on this mm-hmm. team. Um, but Duke's got a ton of talent on yep. the roster, and yep. I think they're too good not to be a second weekend team mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. So I've I've got them as a contender as well. You mentioned teams that can fill it up. And while we're talking about Blue Bloods, um, let's talk about the Kentucky Wildcats because mm. you want to talk about a team that can put mm. the ball in the basket. Uh, when they get hot offensively, they can be as hot as any team in the country. Now, that's another team that over the weekend struggled on the mm. road against Arkansas. Wow. I'm talking about an Arkansas team that has quit on Eric yeah. Musselman. The must mm-hmm. bus has pulled out of the station. It has left. I haven't seen... Eric Musselman's bare chest in I I don't even know how long and that should tell you everything you need to know about Arkansas basketball that's that's a good thing for me but it's not a good thing for Arkansas basketball fans because when the shirt comes off you know the good things are happening for for the for Musselman but um Kentucky struggled against that Arkansas team but they have been they have been absolutely filling it up um scoring a lot of points Lately, uh, obviously, Antonio Reeves leads that team, but they got a lot of talent. But are they a Sweet 16 team, John? Mm. Yeah, this this one's tough, right? Because um, Kentucky, you mentioned it, you know, I, I haven't seen a team like Kentucky. I haven't seen a team fill it up like Kentucky in, in a couple of years, it feels like. Like, you've had some really good basketball teams, but, man, I, you know, I watched that uh, Kentucky Georgia game um, yep. a few nights ago and Kentucky, you know, at one point in that game, um, Kentucky was shooting over 60% from three. I mean, they were, they were, they ended the game 56% from, from three and, and they hit like 14 of them. So it wasn't like, you know, they yeah. shot, they shot 10. Um, I, I think that the challenge with Kentucky for me is that that defensive side of the ball is can be hot garbage. Like yeah. it just genuinely, you know, when you look at at the other side of of the floor, um, K- Kentucky. I don't know. There's been there's been some games this year, and we saw it, you know, versus South Carolina. When that shooting goes, they don't have much on that other other end of the floor to to stop teams. And so they don't. Um, Kentucky, you know, is is a wild card um, for me. I, you know. Feel like Kentucky is another one of those that has all the talent in the world. As of now, I I don't see I don't see the defensive side of the ball being good enough for Kentucky to be a Sweet Sixteen team. Yeah, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go right there with you. I got him a pretender, and people are gonna. I've been telling you, people are gonna get all up in arms about this. Yep. Kentucky's 23rd in the net right now, and mm-hmm. so you're telling me they're gonna end up being one of the 16 teams left in the country. 16 teams, mm-hmm. and they're currently sitting at 23rd in the net. So I, I don't know. You tell me. Like it's it. It's not insane to right. think that this team could get bounced in the first or second round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, listen I mean, to some of these results. For Kentucky, eighty they scored eighty-seven against North Carolina, ninety-five against Louisville, eighty-seven against Florida, ninety against Missouri, ninety-two against Texas A&M in a loss, mm-hmm. ninety against Mississippi State, a hundred and five against Georgia, <laughs> and then in their last two games, John, this yeah. is what should be alarming, and I know it is alarming it as is. Kentucky fans in the comments will let us know. 62 points in a loss at South Carolina and 63 points in a win at Arkansas. That's where Kentucky, what has happened these last few games? And I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of fingers to be pointed and people Mm -hmm. can, but can Kentucky to me is too streaky of a team to just pencil into the Sweet 16 because they can absolutely get as cold as any team in the country. And if so, um, I think they're out. By yeah. the way, Kentucky fans, don't hate us. Subscribe to the podcast. I forgot to mention, <laughs> if, you, if you're new to the show, subscribe to the show. Uh, Duke fans, we told you that your team was going to make the Sweet 16, so, so you subscribe to the show. <laughs> Kentucky fans, let us know in the comments how stupid we are, and we'll point you to the Michigan fans that you could, you could speak with. Yeah, but to your point, you know, we just talked about Duke, right? And we both kind of agreed that Duke is a contender. Duke is four and one versus versus quad one teams. Kentucky's two yeah. and three, right? And and at the end of the day, it go. is it does it does come down to like you're are you telling me that this streaky team who has played terrible basketball um in the last uh the last week um and has gone two and three versus um, quad one teams, 23 in the net, et cetera, et cetera, or is all mm-hmm. of a sudden going to turn it on. And I, you know, maybe they will as of right now, as of, uh, as of the end of January, I see Kentucky as a pretender. Let's go to another blue blood then, mm. John, another school that people are going to be like, why are we even having this conversation about, te- about whether or not this is a sweet 16 team? But I'm telling you, it's a valid conversation. The Kansas Jayhawks mm. talk about Bill Self. Let's talk about the Kansas Jayhawks. I think they are a contender mm-hmm. to make the Sweet 16. Um, and I think it, it's because of how... Uh, it, it's because, this may, this may come as a shock, it has nothing to do with the players on the court. I think they're a contender to make the Sweet 16 because I think they have the best coach currently coaching in college basketball on the sidelines, and I trust Bill Self to get it done. And he's got plenty of talent on that team. I do have one major area of concern with Kansas, though, and it is how top-heavy they are, Mm. right? There are three guys on that team that carry the weight of the team. And if, if you get into a tournament situation and one or more of McCullough Adams or Dickinson is having an off night, then you could be in for a really tough situation because 
Harris, as great of a player as he is, has shown us for four straight years that he hates shooting the basketball, has no interest in scoring the basketball. You think his seven point two points a game is not gonna not gonna cut it? <laughs> he could score thirty on any given night, yeah. and he just won't do it. He, he just it. just chooses not to do it, and so. That's my only concern with Kansas, but there's too much talent. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm telling you, they could start McCullough, Adams, Dickinson, and you and I, and I think they could make the Sweet 16. I legitimately do. Those three guys are that good, um, and Bill self-coaching, I think, is that good. So um, I got him as a contender. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I you know, I think those those three guys, but also they're so they're so long too. Like Kevin, Kevin McCullough Jr. is like. I mean, the guy, you know, he's he's six seven, but he he plays like he's seven foot tall, but he plays with the agility of a guard, that, you yeah. know. And so, uh, so you, I agree with you. I think um, McCullough, Dickinson, and Adams um, are just are just too good. Um, and Bill Self, I think, is a great point that folks should not overlook. Right? Like, I think I'm no. gonna say it. I mean, I think the difference between the difference between what you see from Kentucky in the, in the tournament as of late and what you see from Kansas is the guy on the sidelines um, in Ooh. many ways. It's, Josh it's, fired. Yeah, it is. I think John Calipari is not, nowhere in the realm of a Bill Self um, when it comes to that tournament. And so, um, yeah, I, give me give me Bill Self and and Kansas um, as a legit uh, as a legit contender, and not just you know I would say Kansas. Watch out for Kansas. Kansas could be a legit contender to go much deeper than the Sweet yeah, 16, too. Win the whole thing, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, the NCAA tournament absolutely has more to do with coaching than it does with talent on the on the floor. 100%. And it is one of the only sporting events that I can confidently say that. The, mm-hmm. the talent of the athlete is almost less important than the quality of the coach in the NCAA tournament. That's how... It is. It is absolutely paramount. Um, let's go one bonus. One bonus team here. Um, not a blue blood. So we're gonna stray from the blue blood. Sorry, Auburn fans. Shots you are fired. Not, you are not a. You're not a blue blood program. Um, but the Auburn Tigers, Bruce Pearl, um, veteran coach, success in the NCAA tournament, as we just have mentioned. Mm-hmm. A lot of talent on this roster as well. And um, this is an interesting team, John. It's a fun mm-hmm. team to watch. It's a yep. really entertaining team to watch play basketball. Mm-hmm. They have struggled a bit as of late. Do what do you see from this team going into the NCAA tournament? Uh, do you have them in the Sweet Sixteen or not? Yeah, I think you know. I think Auburn is one of those interesting teams. The reason you know, and I I suggested that we talk about Auburn because I I think. I think Auburn is one of those teams that um, that certainly has the potential uh, for for Sweet Sixteen, um, and also has the potential to flame out very quickly. Mm. Um, I think they're a team that plays on high high emotion, um, like their coach Bruce Pearl. And I think when they're when they're riding high, it's high, and and when they're not, it's not. Um, but I, I'm going to say I think Auburn has an opportunity to make some noise in this tournament and be an actual contender for a Sweet 16 spot. 
I think um, I think three things, you know, when I when I look at Auburn that they do really well um, is number one, um, they they're really good on the defensive end of the floor. Um, they're holding teams to uh, 65 points a game. Um, they're starting to uh, and again, the last week has been not great, um, but but they can score. I mean, they can score um, with with just about anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other thing that I that I really like um, about Auburn is. Um, their their ability to Bruce Pearl's ability when he finds the right five on the floor, Auburn can really run away with the game. And so I think they're certainly streaky. I think that, you know they're certainly you know um, uh, have those tendencies with with Katie Johnson and those guys to kind of get let things get away from them at times. No, um, not Katie but- Johnson. He doesn't <laughs> let things get. He doesn't. He doesn't let his emotions run away with no, him ever, does he? No, 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 never, never that guy. Um, but man, I, I listen. I'm not going to be surprised if Auburn um, is is knocking on the door of a Sweet 16 um, mm. bid when it comes that time. I'll just put it out there and say that this is this is this is interesting. I'm glad we decided yeah. to talk about Auburn. It was a late yeah. add to the card, but I'm glad yeah. we did because it's our first major point of disagreement. Yep. Listen, I knew it would. Here's my here's my thought about Auburn. And I don't, and I feel, I feel incredibly confident about this. You forget about the Sweet Sixteen. Auburn's getting bounced in the first round. Auburn will be a first round upset in the NCAA tournament. Like um, this is a top ten team in the net that is zero and three versus quad one. Mm. Just think about that for mm. a second. It's a top ten mm. team in the net. That has mm. not beaten a single quad one team all season, and we are three over three quarters of the way through the uh, college basketball season. Uh, I think when a like I think Auburn has feasted mm-hmm. on mediocre competition, and. Now listen, nobody's going to I'm not going to sit here and say because they lost on the road at Alabama and on the road at Mississippi State, two very good basketball teams. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say that's the reason I'm predicting them to lose in the first round. So don't hear me saying that. But it Auburn has not shown me anything that leads me to believe that a, a 12 seed, a 13 seed is not going to a conference mm. champion 13 seed is not going to come in there with a lot of confidence and be able to compete with them, take them to the wire and and give us one of those first round upsets. So I, I'm calling my shot. Auburn's out in the first round. I'm just you know, penciling it on your bracket now. You know your 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 O four in the your O four in the quad ones. You know what you know the where you have to get to to find another O four? In quad ones, yeah. As you work your way down the net, where do you have yeah. to? Get, where do you where you got to go? Gonzaga at number thirty-one, zero and four versus quad ones. Everyone of the t- of the top thirty has a quad one. Every team in the top thirty has a quad one win, except Auburn. And Auburn's sitting there at Very nine. Cool. It, the net doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I'm not. Well, gonna they're be, six I'm not and one. Lie. They're six and one versus quad two. It doesn't make a lot of sense for me. No, either, I understand but I think, it. But, yeah, but, yeah, it's just a. It's a. It's a crazy weird system. By the way, we mentioned this on an episode way back, but I'm just going to call it back real quick because you brought up Gonzaga. All of a sudden, St. Mary's looks like the best team in the WCC again, and it's what we all thought coming into the season was going to happen, and then St. Mary's came out of the gate looking like a hot turd, 
cool. And and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, that's you know, that's, that's Randy Bennett. That's the basketball team that we've team. all been waiting yeah. for. Yeah. Um, and so I'm excited to see St. Mary's in March. They are a Sweet 16 team for sure. Um, uh, he's John. I am Daniel. Thanks so much to all of you for watching, subscribing. Uh, tell a friend about the show. We'll be here the entire college basketball season leading up to March Madness. We got a bunch of fun stuff planned for you as we get closer to March Madness. And so make sure you are subscribed and we will see you guys next time.